Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 231. It is Friday, April 17th. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us. And uh, yes, welcome back to a, a fabulous edition of this show of ours. We are uh, we're talking about uh, this guy today. Do, do you oh. have do you have your your version there? Let me get it out of the case because oh, I God. use cases now. I'm 50. This thing is way too big for a case that I could not possibly uh, put a case on it. Get it out of the case. Get off all the fingerprint marks. Uh, uh, clean, clean it up a little bit. There she is. So, yes, we'll be talking OnePlus 8 Pro, which is this blue phone, and also OnePlus 8, which is that mirror fingerprint magnet of a phone that Tim is holding there. Uh, OnePlus did announce both of the phones this week. We've had them for a good couple of weeks now. Full reviews are up, all that stuff. We'll we'll get into that, if you should buy them, when you can buy them, all that fun stuff. Um, What else? Uh, There's news around Google possibly making a smartphone chip, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, Pixel 4a had a big leak last week with specs and all that fun stuff. Stadia, our favorite thing to talk about. There's there's like two topics on this show, I think, that kind of are the hottest every time we bring them up. And it's Stadia so <laughs> and smartwatches, right? Like there's nothing better than talking about Stadia and smartwatches. Um, so Stadia talk. Uh, there's Motorola set a date for their next flagship phone. And LG is uh, LG saying they're going to redo it all again. I've heard this before from LG. I'm not entirely sure if I believe them, but hey. We hear a lot from LG, and they usually don't live up to anything they say. I shouldn't say that. They don't live up to a lot of the things they say. Um, From In in the smartphone side, yes. This this is true, yes. Uh, And then, of course, we have trivia. Trivia back at the end of the show after we run through topics. We'll do trivia. If you're new around here, yes, we do trivia at the end of every show. And if you're listening live, we give away prizes to those people listening live. So we'll do five questions and you can win prizes. We're giving away uh, $10 in Google Play credit to all winners. So you can go rent all the movies, buy all the apps, get all the ebooks. I think people read ebooks. Yeah. Can't you just borrow those from libraries now? Like, Probably. Yeah. You should support your yeah. local library. Seriously. Uh, in addition to all that news, you may notice Tim and I are sitting in a couple of, uh, new things. Ah, yes. New chairs. The, uh, the folks at Ewin, uh, they said Tim a chair a couple weeks ago, I think you there. And, and you were like, yeah, I'd love to check out one of your chairs. So Tim actually has a review of his Ewin gaming chair on the site. If you're interested, sort of a home quarantine style review where uh look you're at home more get comfy think about getting a chair so ewin then sent me one and uh we're like yeah you guys want to have some comfy chairs to sit on in the dl show for a while and we said uh, that that would be awesome so they're also giving all of you 20 percent off if you want your own ewin racing gaming chair just use the code uh droid life as you're checking out so the chairs what range anywhere from like couple hundred to maybe like 400 bucks somewhere in there. They can get they, expensive, yeah, but they but do have affordable options. They do have affordable options and you get 20% off. So again, that's not bad. The uh, code is droid life. So just use that as you check out uh, any thoughts in general on the chair. I know you've been, I've only had mine for like a couple of days. Yeah. You're still getting used. You're still breaking yours in, still breaking it in a little bit. I've had a few sessions on the old call of duty war zone with this bad boy. And man, like I, I'm actually feeling pretty good about it. I had a, uh, 
a previous brand. It was like a $50 knockoff brand from Amazon, like a racing a game racing chair. I didn't really like it at all. Uh, it just wasn't very comfortable. However, I set this one up, and like I said in my like little stay-at-home review, this one's actually pretty comfy. It comes with pillows, like so for my lower back, I've got added comfort there and support uh, for all that lumbar goodness. And it also came with a neck pillow uh, that I was appreciating quite a bit, except when I'm gaming, I like to lean back a little bit and really dig into there. So um, this thing kind of fits like a glove. It's not quite as uh, tight on my body as, say, like the you know, the seat in my car is, um, but you know, it feels, it feels good. And actually, I mean, the main takeaway for me was the quality. Like when I put this bad boy together, like it, it was super quick to assemble and I can just tell, I mean, the materials are pretty darn good. It's heavy duty. It's definitely going to support me. I only weigh 178 pounds. So, uh, I mean, it'll be, it'll do me pretty good. So highly recommend E-Win racing, man. Like I'm digging it. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have more to share on my thoughts once I actually sit in it for a while. But so far, comfy. I also have pillows. You can see one of them right there. But there's a back pillow and I'm old. And so the mm. lower back is shot for me. And this thing slide it around. Yeah, it slides. Right there. So it's anyway. kind of nice. Uh, again, big shout out to the guys at Ewin for the chairs. Also, 20% off. Uh, use code Droidlife. So anyway, uh, should we dive in here to stuff? Let's dive head first. All right, OnePlus 8, OnePlus 8 Pro. Uh, the phones, you know, they, they leaked a lot. They, we've been talking about them for quite some time. In fact, the first OnePlus 8 renders, didn't those show up from uh, like on leaks or something in December? Was that something crazy like that? I swear we saw these things a long, long time ago. Anyways, they're now official. Uh, the folks at OnePlus were kind enough to send us a couple of review units early. So these are review units that we have. Um, and yeah, we have been testing for a couple weeks. They announced them on Tuesday. Our reviews are both up now, both the Pro, which again is this one, and then Tim has the regular eight. Um, so before we talk into sort of our thoughts, let's just do kind of a recap of what we're looking at here. So OnePlus 8, OnePlus 8 Pro. Obviously, the 8 Pro is the slightly higher tier model if you care about such things. Um, it starts at $899, and then there's a top tech top spec tier at 999 so 900 and a thousand uh what what were our predictions you were at 949 i think and i was what did i say like 1100 or something wild like you that. said something ridiculous so it was totally over the top it was preposterous yeah, it was yeah so they undercut you a little bit which is great news yeah. great news um because i thought at least a thousand and yes i did go stupid with mine so they undercut your prediction which is great so 899 starting point we'll talk more about those specs in a second um, the OnePlus 8, which you have, starts at $699 and then goes up to $799. Both are 5G phones. So the pricing there is actually notable because the specs are about as good as it gets. And then you also have 5G. And Samsung, you know, wants to charge upwards of $1,400 for a very similar phone. So Quad HD AMOLED on my 8 Pro, 120 hertz. FHD or full HD on Tim's 90 Hertz. They both have Snapdragon 865s. They both either come with 128 gig or 256 gig storage. That's UFS 3.0, so it's super fast. Uh, the 8 Pro has 8 gig or 12 gig LPDDR5 RAM. The 8 has 8 or 12, it's LPDDR4X. Look, if you're a RAM nerd, I'm sure you know the differences there. I, I don't. 1.5X um, faster read write speed. Yeah. Very I mean, good. it's. <laughs> Yes, it's something silly like that. 
Uh, on the 8 Pro, uh, <laughs> camera setup is a little bit different. First of all, it has a ginormous camera hump, which is, I think it looks kind of cool, to be honest. It, it's a little weird when you set it on a table or something like that, but 48 megapixel main camera, camera, 48 megapixel ultra wide, and then an 8 megapixel telephoto and a stupid 5 megapixel color filter, which I'm still not sure anyone knows what it does. The phone you have has 48, pixel, 48 megapixel main, 16 ultra wide, and then a really worthless 2 megapixel macro camera. Big tap. Uh, yeah, they both have large batteries, 5G, Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.1, NFC, in-display fingerprint readers, USB-C, dual stereo speakers. And then this phone has IP68 water and dust resistance. The first time we've had an official IP rating on a OnePlus phone. You know, we've asked them for years, like, why don't you put the rating on it? Because every year they go, no, our stuff's actually pretty rotter resistant. We just don't want to pay, right? That was there was their excuse. We don't want to pay to get it certified because it's going to add $150 to the phone cost. Well, they did it with this one, not the one that you have. So, um, oh, I forgot wireless charging in this one. And it's not only wireless charging, it's 30 watt, super fast wireless. So it's basically the same speed as you would get almost if you were hardwired in. Zero to fifty percent in like thirty minutes or something crazy like that. So quite fast. Android ten oxygen OS on top. Let's see what else in terms of details. OnePlus is selling both from their store. Amazon for the first time in the U.S. is selling both. I believe both, right? Amazon selling both, and then T-Mobile and Verizon both picked up the OnePlus Eight, which Tim has. Not the 8 Pro, not sure why that is. Possibly to have a somewhat affordable 5G phone, I guess. So T-Mobile and Verizon are both carrying the OnePlus 8, has 5G. Everything's available April 29th. Yep. It sounds like you got it all. I got it all. Oh, Verizon has apparently some sort of special polar silver color, which I have not yet seen. Have you seen that version yet? No. I've not either. And T-Mobile has the Interstellar Glow, which is the version Tim has, that mirror version. It's also it's black not. and green. And then the 8 Pro is, has blue, which is what I just showed you. So, Yeah. There's a lot there. Uh, highest spec phones ever. You know, OnePlus often leaves out things like, we complain about wireless charging, right? Or not having it. We complain about not having the IP rating. We complain about having a bad camera, we complain about no SD. Like there's always a few things we complain about. Um, as far as the 8 Pro goes, they kind of took care of everything outside of the SD support. They're never gonna support uh, micro SD cards, um, but they added wireless charging and not only did they added it super fast, they added an IP rating 68, which is what every other smartphone is that's at this caliber. And then the camera, I think they actually put together a pretty solid comparable to Samsung camera here. In fact, I think it takes better pictures in some situations than the Galaxy S20, which I also use all the time now. So it's it's like right there. I mean, I think it's probably a better phone than this for a lot of people because of the specs and then the camera's really good. Um, yeah, I don't think there's the, well, it's really great, but if you, you know, want the best camera, don't buy this. I don't think it's the best camera. That's probably still Google in my eyes, but you know, it's like, you're not taking a step back from Samsung. I don't think if you buy this phone, which is what's kind of crazy. So yeah, that's kind of just a quick overview. Very nice. Um, you know, I, I share a lot of the same sentiments. Um, however, 
you know, I mean, obviously my phone is a the bit cheaper version starting at six ninety nine. You're you're losing a few things. Um, you are losing that LP double DR five RAM. Uh, whoop de doo you know. But the the main thing is the camera <laughs> system. Um, the camera on this phone is just not nearly as good as, of course, anyone would like. On right? Your eight, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And if you're, you know, coming from a Pixel uh, or a Samsung device, one of those high-end Samsung phones, you're gonna notice it immediately. Um, uh, uh, so out of the box, by default. The resolution for your photos on the main standard on that 48 megapixel camera is set to 12 megapixels. So when you're taking shots, you're losing a lot of detail. You can manually adjust it to take those 48 megapixel shots. But if you're in the heat of the moment, you're trying to get a quick shot. You don't have time to be futzing around with settings, right? You just want to get into the camera and start taking good photos. So the fact that it defaults down to 12 and those 12 megapixel photos really look pooey sometimes. Like you get some serious oil painting kind of uh, effect going on there where things are blending together, especially on a picture of a dog. A dog's fur just looks blurry, you know, like there's no real detail to it. And 95% of the pictures I take are of dogs. So for me, yeah, it's a big problem. Um, you know, past that, you've got that two megapixel macro camera, which is a complete waste of space. I was, you know, it's like one plus slapped me in the face. That's how offended I was. I was like, what is this? Um, yeah. I got some great little plants around the house. I was trying to take macros of that but the, the, there's no detail the lighting's crap like there's it's just way bad <laughs> I, I, I don't understand putting a two megapixel camera in anything that you want someone to these use. days yeah um i mean it's no good yeah sure like you can you get a bit of clarity like you can see things when you're super up close to something but then once you snap the picture and go back <laughs> all detail is lost like yeah okay it's in focus but there's no detail so it was sort of a misstep i don't know exactly why they did it you know why not just have two cameras why not just have your ultra wide and your standard shooter i don't know exactly why they did that um i mean and again i go, I go back to google i was like google did better with one lens than any of these other companies are doing with two or three of course now google is adding more lenses and you know more different options and stuff but on that like og pixel pixel 2 like these phones don't need multiple cameras you know to to have good experiences so uh, I know there's someone in the chat who's going to agree with me. Shout out to Alex in the chat who's like, yeah, OnePlus is DOA, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you know, these people have a point. Like, a OnePlus, you know, when you talk about getting the, the less expensive devices, they got to up up the camera game. I don't know what's up with this. Um, people, I think, really expect more, especially in 2020. So... I was hoping for a better camera experience, and that, that was really my main kind of gripe with the phone. Other than that, and and believe me, I I can dislike a camera experience but still love the phone, and we've done this. We've named phones that did not have great yes. cameras, phone of the year plenty of times. Yes, we have. This phone for me is, is Pody material, phone of the year material. The size is absolutely fantastic. Obviously, it's gorgeous to look at with this interstellar glow. Um, you know, the the display is curved, but it, it's not all too bad. You know, it's very usable. I threw a case on it, and like you can almost hardly tell that the cur the display is curved. Um, it's a really good phone. The performance has been awesome. Uh, there's a lot to like about this device. The software is pretty darn amazing. It's fast. It's it's fluid. It's whatever OnePlus you know says, smooth and fast, whatever. Um, the overall experience really good. Starting at six ninety nine, like you know, I would take 
the OnePlus 8 over the V60 every single day of the week. Like, this phone is not from this year. This is from years past. I don't know what LG's doing. And this, I don't want to turn this into a big old LG, you know. Yeah, we did that a couple weeks. Fest. But, uh, man, the OnePlus 8, uh, just the standard one, it destroys, I think, in terms of the experience, the V60. Uh, And maybe that's because I'm not inspired by dual screens and quad mics for honing in on things. I don't need a lot of manual video mode and quad (laughs) decks. Anyway, I'm a a jerk. Um, So, point being, if you're in the market for $699 phone, I don't think you're going to do any better right now than the one plus eight, unless you want to wait. Yeah. Not for, not for these types of specs at that price. Of course, the pixel four a is coming. Um, I'm sure that'll be fine, but it's definitely not going to pack the type of specs that this thing is, you know, in terms of performance specs, not the the display. Yeah. Not the, it's not going to have a Snapdragon a 65. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of great stuff to like about this phone. And I think that reflects in my review. Like it's, Overall positive. It's really just the camera that's sort of the takeaway. And I know, obviously, that's a huge thing for some people these days, and that's yes. totally understandable. But it's usable. It is usable. So, yeah. Yeah. With, with the A Pro, it's it's got, like, you use this phone, and it, it's crazy because OnePlus phones, not that they ever felt cheap or unfinished or whatever, but I kind of mentioned how it's they always seem like they were just lacking a little something. This phone, you use this phone, it does not feel like it's lacking anything. I mean, it weighs a ton, so it feels like you're buying something substantial. It's big. The display is just insane. Uh, I've come from the Galaxy S20, Quad HD, 120 hertz, AMOLED, just like this has. This display, maybe it's because it's bigger than the one I have on the S20. It looks so much better. I, I don't know what it is. There's something about the smoothness, the way it's like mounted to the glass i don't know but the display on this phone is just absolutely nuts like you said with that one the performance is really good because oneplus always does good performance the software i like outside of it still not having an always on display and not being able to switch to dark mode easily like there's a couple of things that just piss me off about the way they do this with their software um like I said, the camera is actually really, really good for the first time in a while. It charges stupid fast no matter how you want to. The battery life is pretty good. Uh, one thing I will say, like the OnePlus 7T and the 7 Pro, those phones' batteries just lasted what seemed like for two days. This one, not quite that good, but still better than probably the Galaxy S20 line. Um and it looks super pretty. Like even look at this thing on the camera over the internet. Oh, sure. It looks so good. And this it's is hot. a matte finish. Unlike the glossy one Tim has, there's no fingerprints on this thing ever. It Lucky. just resists them. Yeah. Mm. If you're going to buy either of these phones, you go blue and then they both share a glacial is it glacial green. I think is the color. There's a green color. That one is also matte like this. And then there's an onyx black, which is glossy black Do not. That thing will look so gross. Yeah. These these matte finish ones are just crazy. So, yes, these this phone is, for the first time, so easy to just say to any smartphone buyer who wants a high-end phone, yes, it's okay to buy this. You will not be disappointed, I don't think, by anything on it. Yeah, a couple of things. So, Brett Wright asks, would you say it's $200 better than the OnePlus 7T? 
Those questions are really hard to answer. And pl- well, plus, I don't know if you mean the he must be referring. He's not referring to the eight pro, right? No, just the eight. Cause the 17 yeah. is what down to 500 bucks, which is such a good deal. It's such a good deal. I mean, that phone, that phone's still good. It's still like, really good. It didn't you come know, out that long ago. Yeah. We still recommend that phone. Like it's only April. So of 2020. So it's really not that old. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say this phone is $200 worth. Like, I mean, on paper, there's not really anything that makes it that much better. Um, I mean, all I can tell you is that, you know, my experience has been good. So, you know, I would just think really hard about your decision and I'd probably just stick with the 7T if I already had one and maybe wait to see what if yeah. OnePlus, you know, has a OnePlus 8T later down the road if you really want to upgrade. I see and my thing is I never recommend people buy these first iterations of right. new n- numeral models anyway. I'm always like, wait for the T, wait for the T. So just like this, you know, wait for the T. Um, and then other... Oh, Alex, uh, shout out to Alex. He also donated $5 uh, just a little bit ago. He says, OnePlus is ergonomically uncomfortable. Well, I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, the, the phone is very comfortable in my hands. Um, I, well, here, I, I'll touch on that because Scott actually also just mentioned something about that. So mm. I, I tend to agree. So first of all, Scott, you just said, I know you hate curved displays. In the review, I mentioned that it had accidental touches. Yes, I, I did fail to mention that right now. So this phone and i was going to get to this sort of at the end and why i'm probably not going to use this phone going forward so while i think this phone offers almost everything there are two complaints i have basically about every one plus phone including like the 7t they're they're huge number one i mean this phone is huge like here here's the regular s20 like compared to it it's gonna be hard to see it's like an inch taller it's like a full inch taller i know this is the smaller s20 but so it's it's a wide phone. I mean, it's and it's heavy and wide, so it's it takes a lot to hold it. It's definitely never going to be a one handed phone. And the other thing is, yes, it has a curved display. And uh, I, I got accidental palm touches constantly, like in Twitter, in Gmail, whatever. Like you could just swipe your palm kind of on the side and watch the thing just scroll like I could reproduce it right now if I wanted to just go whoop. So, yes, there are a couple of issues. If you don't want the widest, heaviest phone, also one that constantly recognizes palm touches as you put your hand like this, those are two issues that are probably going to keep me away from it for now. Wah. Accidental palm touches. I didn't have that problem personally, but yeah. I'm very um, sorry that... Uh, I don't have that problem that on did. this, on the Samsung phone at all, because the Samsung phone goes all the way to the edge and then curves. Whereas OnePlus is using older, let's curve the hell out of it edges. So, well, there you go. Now you do, you looks like you already talked one person out of it. So good going. <laughs> it's it's too I, bad because with the eight pro or the seven pro last year, then the seven T and the seven T had a flat display. It was just the width I think of the phone. And now this phone, I want to use this phone, mm. but when you couple the the weight. The width, the stupid curves, and still no always on display. I just like those are little annoying things to me that I are gonna keep me away from it for a little while. Well, I might come back to it when the always on display is there because that's supposed to be coming right. Uh, two things. Uh, Rohit says Pixel Five or One Plus Eight T. No idea yet. Uh, I, no idea I think those the, are. <laughs> yeah, Pixel Five is probably gonna be a dumpster fire. Just throwing that out there. Probably. Uh. Yeah, and then um, non-rev guy, uh, J.R. Swello, I believe that is, 
Um, Tim, you were going to say something about the V60. Oh, yeah, I was going to say you want to talk about uh, unergonomical or whatever. I mean, like, the V60, man, is, like, one of the worst phones I've ever had in my hand. It just, it's... It's way too large for no reason. It's got huge bezels around this place, so you know, like they could have shrunk that down a bit. Like, I really dislike this phone, and I and I uh, I hate saying that, you know. Like, I I don't want to hate phones, but I I really hated the V60. It did. And it's totally fine. I didn't like it. And I've never touched it. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, uh, Tavares yeah. asks, "How's video? Do you mean watching or recording?" Yeah, Watch, watching video is great. There's HDR 10 and all the good stuff. There's even motion smoothing on the 8 Pro if you care about that stuff. As far as recording, I could not tell you. I don't ever record video on phones, and I know that we test them. It's just one of those things we don't test because I don't like. Do you? You probably don't record video much either. Do you? Uh, you know, I record some videos. Uh, you know, I had a, actually quite a bit of experience recording Instagram videos. I, I've I've been hosting a cooking show on my Instagram oh, yes. channel. Yeah, I mean, well, something you got to diversify. So uh, those videos seem to be turning out okay, but you know, Instagram de- compresses everything yeah, and makes everything look like Instagram. poo. So you know, the couple of videos that I do have in my gallery, just of, of my dogs, they look okay. But you know, like I guess if you were actually looking for a phone that really did video recording well, it'd probably be the LG V60. But yeah, we don't we don't really. <laughs> look at that stuff so it's one of those yeah. we don't really do a lot of testing on is video um i don't know i i guess i i've always kind of wondered who wants the ultimate video camera in their phone and i get mm. there's probably a lot of people and i hear people talk about how the iphones have incredible video skills and i guess that's cool i i just i don't know i guess i'm just the in my life, I don't ever make very many videos for my smartphone. If I'm going right. to make a video, I grab a my regular camera. camera. Yeah, I grab like my real camera because I know it'll be good and I don't know a phone. So I don't know. I that's just it's probably one of those things that I could probably work to give you guys more on. I, I just don't I don't know. I don't ever record video on phones. I never have. Sorry. I know there's a lot of people who record, yeah, the the bloggers out there, the vloggers and, you know, the YouTube, they they do all that. I guess we just that. don't. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I hate to say, real, like, go find those review portions out somewhere else. Somewhere but, like, else but, there are people that review those sections of phones. We just don't. Yeah. Uh, non-rev guy says, Droid Life needs a TikTok to mess around with video more. Nah, I'm good, dude. I'd yeah, rather good. watch other people make a fool of themselves. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, real quick, I've got a LG V40 thin Q here next to the V60. Uh, Can't tell the how, what happened? You know, like the V40 is like good hardware. Like this is, this is sexy. It is a good phone. Feels great in hand. Why does the V60, why is it so bad? Because it has 5G. Oh, that's right. Good old 5G. Uh, V40, shout out to LG for the V40. It was a decent little device. Wish I could say the same for the V60. Uh, what else? So, eight pro. If if you want the a really 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 high end phone, it's as good if not better than Samsung's Galaxy S twenty line, and it starts at eight ninety nine. So a thousand less than the cheapest S twenty. That's what five hundred, six hundred, five hundred less than the top tier Ultra. I, I mean, if if you were gonna buy a phone today and you had a thousand dollars to spend. Pretty sure I would say just go for the 8 Pro. I don't think I would tell you to go S20, even though I'm personally loving the S20. And it for me, it's all about the size. 
and sure. they're always on display. But for most people, because I'm always everyone, no one agrees with me on phones shouldn't be this large. So I try to keep that to myself as much as I yeah. can these days. Most people will love this because everyone loves giant ass phones. I just don't. But you will love this thing. Mm. I just want the smaller phone. That's why I want the S20. Anyway, I think it's the phone people should buy right now. Yeah. Uh, real last last one maybe. Uh, well, pff, never mind. He just retracted the question. Thank you, cult of personality, for making me look like a fool. Oh, he he's back. Never mind. Question: Would the V60 be a better deal if a person does not want to finance the OnePlus 8 5G from T-Mobile? Uh, no. So don't buy the V60. I mean, that's really my that's my takeaway from the question, or you know, my my input uh, towards it. I just wouldn't buy the V60. Not only do I think the software is really bad, uh, I just don't think it's ever gonna get better. Um, I have no faith uh, in LG. This is supposed to be their new and improved UI. Hardly any difference. I took a sample picture, comparison picture of a Android 8 running V40, I think it was. Or no, maybe it was a G8. I don't know. Anyway, it was running and it was running Android 8. Uh, and it looked nearly identical uh, to the Android 10 and their new UX 9, whatever it is. So I just, do, just don't recommend LG phones right now. You know, maybe when this velvet thing comes around, maybe I'll have a change of heart. But uh, until then, I just don't recommend LG phones. If you, oh, yes, velvet. Yeah, if you care about you know updates and experience and Someone things just like asked that. Ask me if if you put a case on it, does it still do the palm touch? Oh, uh, the palm touch. Let's find out. It's doing something. Got a case on it. Uh, a cult of personality. It, it might be. The case might reduce it. So I put on this matching sandstone with him. By the way, these sandstone cases are kind of dope. These are sick. Yeah, because it's not just the black sandstone. It's like this kind of cyan color. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So I got a case on sliding hand. It's, it's not scrolling through Twitter at the moment. So that's good. Uh, I mean, like sort of. No, I think you're good. I think if you put a case on it, it might get rid of that. Wow. It's just so giant. Uh, Carlos asking, how do I feel about this one, one plus eight size? Dude, I mean, this is like my ideal size. Yeah, like I can't, regular. it feels so good. And even when you put this case on it, like feels really good in hand. And I have, you know, I got some like pianist fingers, um, and like, it feels good. So if you guys yeah, have the, any other the regular eight size is about, is about perfect. Oh, I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. If you had a better camera. Bit. If I had a better camera, this would like instantly be phone of the year. Like yes. at least my vote for it. Yeah, even probably even because I already know the pixel five. Like, um, I just don't have high hopes for that no. thing. So set them low. Yeah. Um, if anyone has any uh, additional questions about the one plus eight that we haven't already answered, feel free to just let us know on Twitter or something. We're, we're going to move on though. Yeah. Uh, let's run through some, some of these donos that rolled in. So right when we started the show, Charles dropped five bucks. That's, Friday already DL show. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Alex, you let's mentioned go. drop the five Patrick dropped two bucks and uh, Sergey just dropped $2 Canadian said, hope you're well. Stay safe fellows. Thanks everybody. You guys are well as well. Thanks everyone for the donos. Seriously. Stay inside. All that good stuff. Mm. Stay as healthy as we can. All right. So we're moving on from the one plus eight. So we're doing. 
Yeah, yeah. Re- like check minutes. out our reviews. We're going to have a lot more actually one plus eight content coming up. We're going to both have Kellen's going to have the first 10 things to do. I'll have the tips and tricks uh, later next week. So yeah. we have a lot more one plus eight stuff to go. So hang yeah, in there. Lots of stuff. Uh, all right. So in Google News, this could be potentially huge. Um, so Axios reported this week that Google is working with Samsung to build their own smartphone chip. Now, I know they've built a chip before. We all know the Pixel Visual Core that was in was that Pixel 2, I think, was the first time we saw that. Uh, they're talking about an actual smartphone chip. So instead of Qualcomm, they would potentially use their own in-house made chip that they helped design uh, Samsung's five nanometer. That could be huge. And the reason I say that is because it maybe will start chipping away at Qualcomm's monopoly on the whole thing. Mm. And it's hard to get so excited that you think it might change the industry forever because look, Google doesn't really sell any phones that anyone cares about. Um, And I say that because people just don't buy them, even though they keep trying and trying and trying. Um, But if they make their own processor, then maybe it'll show the industry that yes, there is hope. You don't all have to be attached to Qualcomm forever. Look, I don't have an issue necessarily with Qualcomm, but when you have one company doing it all, you don't have like anyone pushing them to innovate. I mean, you have Apple sort of, but I don't even think Qualcomm cares anymore what Apple does because number one, they probably can't catch Apple in terms of performance, but they like, you don't have anyone in Android to like push like Samsung's Exynos is not pushing the Snapdragon line to be better. So, um, Google's apparently working on their own and it won't be for a pixel five, but it could be next year for a pixel six. If there is one, we don't know if it'll be a super high end chip. We don't know if it'll be awesome. I'm assuming they're still going to have to use a Qualcomm 5g modem because Google, I don't think's building our own modems at this point. Remember when Nvidia tried to do that and just completely failed and gave up. Uh, yeah, so they the were just part, late. Yeah. Well, remember Intel tried to do it right with Apple and they gave up too. like building 5g modems is not an easy thing. So, um, yeah, Google's apparently building their own and I hope they do. Cause I hope somebody can in the Android field could just get the hell away from Qualcomm. I'm so sick of every single thing running the same Qualcomm processor with the exact same set of features. And I don't want to say zero innovation. I just want there to be something different. Like if Google makes their own, who knows what they could do with the integration of Google Assistant. Obviously, all of their onboard AI integration and all that stuff. Like there's some things they could do. Whereas, you know, when they're just using Qualcomm stuff, they're probably limited to what Qualcomm is built in. So, yeah. I know it's like kind of nerdy stuff and it's not really that fun to talk about right now. I just hope they do it because I want to see somebody else say, yeah, Qualcomm, we're uh, we're going to pass on the Snapdragon 875 or whatever boring ass chip they come out with next year. That'll be in every single phone. Just gonna throw mm. there. No, I don't think we want TIO maps to come back, people. Hey, man, <laughs> nothing wrong with a little OMAP action. TIO maps might be the worst processors in the history of all smartphones. And they were so and smartwatches. Yes. And smartwatches. And they were just used forever because at the time, everything that was made was awful. I mean, that was when Qualcomm took over is because Texas instruments just did not know what they were doing. And Qualcomm was like, no, I think we got some stuff figured out and pushed forward and then just took over the world. 
Yeah, NVIDIA tried uh, with the Tegra. They were just late to the game in terms of, uh, you know, building in LTE radios and, yeah. you know, all this. So. Yeah, they ran into modems. Yeah, it's a, it, was a, it was a rough one there for NVIDIA. So, yeah, I mean, Qualcomm's got a monopoly. Oh, well. It's what are too you bad, do? though, that NVIDIA stumbled so badly. Because remember, NVIDIA tried to buy, they bought a company to try to figure out how to integrate modems. They could never do it, and they just gave up. Uh, it's too bad because I think they would have been a fun alternative because they it had a the big gaming thing. focus early on, which people cared about, you know, like a lot of or a lot of tablets still use their stuff for a while. It would have been nice to see them succeed. But uh, yeah, they they screwed up. Yeah, real quick. Uh, we got a donation coming in from Melinda Helms says my first live show. Thanks, guys. What's up, Melinda? Thank you, Melinda. Welcome. Come on back. I mean, we're about every Friday. We just hang out, talk about Android, shoot the shoot the poo, uh, and uh, do a little trivia. It's really a good time. It was a good time live. Thanks, Melinda, for the donation. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so related Google News, uh, Pixel 4a, we still think is coming sort of soon. I think we all assumed the Pixel 4a was would, would be announced at Google I.O., and we know that's canceled <laughs> and never happening at this point. Um, so we're now we're just kind of counting the days until around that I.O. time where we think Google might announce a 4A and hopefully the Pixel Buds. Uh, last week, though, we got I believe it was last week. Yeah, last week we got a pretty substantial leak on what we expect the specs to be on a Pixel 4A. At this point, we don't know if there's a Pixel 4A XL or not. There was a yeah. there was like a rumor months ago that said there's only one uh, just a Pixel 4a. Other people said no, there's an XL. Now we're kind of back to this there might only be one. So whatever. Uh 5.8 inch full HD display. Uh cut out with the front facing camera. We know all about that. No solely sensors. Of course not. That would have added mm-hmm. to the price. Snapdragon 730, we know that. 6 gig RAM. So we got more RAM this year than last year, matching the Pixel 4. Great. 3,000 milliamp hour battery, possibly 128 gigs onboard storage to start. That would be big news. Fast charging, headphone jack, single 12 megapixel camera. That's that's pretty much it. 400 bucks, though. 400 bucks for all that. Same as last year so far, we think. Not bad, I guess. I mean, not bad. Yeah. You know, there was a time not that long ago, maybe a week or two ago, where you and I were still going, we're so excited for the 4A. Do you still feel that? I don't know why. I just My, no. my feelings have <laughs> dropped there. Yeah, because they, uh, Google's screwing us and not giving us the XL, not giving us the one we want. That's how I feel about well, it. I, I use like, the regular 3A, so I, for me, it doesn't yeah, see, really I matter. Don't, yeah, I wouldn't want the smaller version. Um I don't know. I just. I guess I just it's don't know really size. what Google's doing. I'm just very confused by them at the moment. So I'm always behind, right? So who knows? Yeah. I mean, and, and that iPhone is looking so good. It's got an A13 Bionic processor, and uh, I, it's got it's awesome. Why would you yeah. not buy the iPhone? Like, who's out here buying cheap person, pixels? Yeah. Why would every person not just buy the uh, 2016 designed iPhone SE? Has an A13, Tim. Tim, it has an A13. That's all you need to know, Tim. It has an A13. I don't know why, but it's got it. How many times can we say that it has an A13 and it just killed the Pixel 4a? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you guys haven't been following the uh iphone se was announced this week for 400 and uh the tech bros are so excited they are so so excited about the iphone se yes i know there's are. not much to talk about right now but they're so excited they think this is the greatest thing that apple has ever announced to be honest yeah a lot of people asking if we're getting the uh, the iPhone. Uh, I mean, like you know, if it, you know, if Apple comes out with a legit iPhone later this year, like I'll think about it because I would love to do like Android blogger of t- ten years oh, gets loves so iPhone. And I hate those posts so much. I just really want to get back into Tiny Wings. That's lifetime, all. I mean, lifetime Android blogger tests the iPhone. You see those every year too. They're like my exactly. least favorite anything that anyone could ever write. They're awful. No one I want it, shit. I just want it. I want to be featured on BGR. Like that's all I want. It would I, get you on there. Exactly. I'm just trying to get on get BGR. On so there. once I get on BGR, I'll know that like you know I've reached. <laughs> I'm here. Um, yeah, and get in on some tiny wings. See what an actual like <laughs> phone is supposed to do in terms of you know video recording, because apparently Apple just dominates. But I want to know because I haven't touched an iPhone six. The iPhone six S, I think you got way back in the day. I think it's just a regular six. Oh god, it's even older. Yeah. yeah. So and but that and was that when they changed up the design cool. language a little bit and actually added to iOS. We looked <laughs> at it and then never looked at it again. Yeah. Well, but that was also when Google was still releasing like all some of their apps for for the platform. So we were able to have Google Photos on there, and and that was cool. Like have I mean because you get the iPhone these days, you basically just have Apple hardware, and you have you still have all of Google services on there. So really, it's like you're not losing out on all too much if you switch to to no, Apple these you days. You just have to use iOS, which is. Dude, I mean, come on. It's not that. can't be that bad. bad. But again, I don't know. I haven't used it in five, six years. You still like to do anything, have to like hit home and then like search through your app jukebox and find the settings app and then tap that and then scroll through like (laughs) six menus to find the Wi-Fi menu to then find a Wi-Fi network. And then like the process of like changing settings on an iPhone just it makes me want to just throw it against the wall i can't just like scroll up from the bottom and get to that like dashboard or whatever the hell that's called and and long press on that and i don't know you can't long press on things oh because it's like force touch or something i don't even know what that is anymore i'm telling you (laughs) ios is painful you really just siloed into everything at all times it's so app forward whereas like google's is like a little bit like windows like and then also I could get an Apple Watch and then, yeah, I mean, it'd be awesome. And then an iPad. I do have an iPad. I let my kid use it. That's why I know a little bit about iOS because I use his iPad every once in a while. And my mm-hmm. wife's store, she uses Square, so she has an iPad for Square. So I do have to, like, use iOS every once in a while. And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Xavier says I could get some pods then. Dude. I want. I've never really thought I wanted to be that guy walking around you with can the use AirPods, AirPods but on Android. They just connect via Bluetooth. It's not, it's not the same, dude. Like, so you could look like no. an iPod, like an AirPod guy. No one will know you have an Android. No, because phone. then someone's gonna come up and be like, "Oh man, like, can I see your iPhone?" And be like, "Oh, here's my I'm sure here's my happens. Android phone." And they're like, "Oh, what the hell?" So that's what like a thing. It? You're a like, port. "Wait, are you a real a AirPod port. user?" I got I got to do an iPhone check. <laughs> 
I gotta check. check. I don't think you have an iPhone in that pocket. Those those AirPods are connected to Android. Yeah, like, iPhone they looks like a glow pig. blue. What's the color in iMessage? Oh, like the yeah. AirPods like glow yeah. blue. That's what actually Apple should do that. They should put a little light on the end. If and if you're connected, connected to, yeah. yes. and if you're connected <laughs> to an Android phone, there's like this blue thing so people can tell. They just be like, oh, that guy's got his AirPods connected to an Android phone. We can't do that. It's a poor. <laughs> Someone can't afford an iPhone. Yeah, that um, guy's poor. He spent his entire stimulus on AirPods, and he's still using an a, Android phone. It's a. I can't afford all of it. Dang, it's such an expensive ecosystem to green get into. Chat bubble. That's is it. A green bubble. Yeah, the green. Yeah, it's bubble. green bubble. Green right. bubble for our the non AirPods glow green. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, well, we got it wrong. We don't know anything yeah. about iPhones. We can't be giving all these like, good ideas away. Apple's totally going to do this now. Yeah, I can see Just that. Just because of us. Anyway, so Pixel 4a, we somehow got onto all that. Oh, Pixel yeah. 4a still coming, we're pretty sure. 400 bucks. It'll be it'll be a, probably a great little $400 phone. And I know everyone's going to be like, it's no iPhone SE. It's going to be fine. In fact, most of you would probably enjoy it over the iPhone SE because it has a big screen and it'll still mm. have a good camera. And it's just, it'll be fine. Okay, it'll be fine. And it's Android, so, you know, it's fine. That was easy. That was easy. (laughs) All right, in related Google news, again, the hottest topic of every show, Stadia. Um, Oh, Stadia news? Yeah, so Stadia, (laughs) like a week ago, opened up to everyone. If you want to use Stadia now and you have a controller. In supported markets. (laughs) Okay, yeah, sorry. If you're in the U.S., in the UK, I think there's a, there's a couple of them. Well, there's like eight of them, I think. If you're in a supported market, yes, we do have to be clear on that, or we do get some people that get very mad at us for not specifying that. Um, yes, you can sign up for Stadia. There's a free tier, I believe. Now, I have no idea how you sign up for that, but they're giving everyone two months of the Pro for free. So for mm. the next sixty days, you can use Pro, and that means you get free games, and you can just play it up. Uh, if you don't have a Chromecast Ultra, you can still at least play through a computer or on your phone if you have a supported phone. There's a lot of supported going on here. Uh, but if you have a computer, anyone should be able to play it. Mouse and keyboard, that thing, all that, Stadia. Have Well, you got like a free trial, didn't you? Because YouTube Premium people were getting free for a while. Did you sign back oh, yeah. up? Oh, no. Uh, well, no, because... Or did you, I should say, did you activate your free trial? <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, well, because I have, uh, I use, so my YouTube premium is through my G Suite account, and G Suite is not supported on Stadia. So I can't combine the two. So basically, I got screwed. <laughs> and, yeah, but even if it, suck. why would yeah, they send it to you on a G Suite account if you can't even use it? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, because I'm a YouTube premium user. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't know. Maybe they I don't care. I don't know. Were like, smart enough to understand. You really can't use it on another account. You don't just have like a code you can apply. Yeah, the code is uh, attached to that That's account. So stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Google, as Riggs says. Um a rollout, yeah. And even if I could use that code, I would not redo my account. Like we had it for that mo- few months or whatever uh, when it first came out. And dude, like it was okay, but it wasn't. It wasn't the B. I'm still going to play on my console. Like, it's a way better experience. Uh, not only that, you know, I don't have to, like, stream things and, like, destroy my internet. Um, you know, I don't have to, like, yell to my fiance and be like, get off the internet! You know, like, as I'm trying to, like, play, you know, Borderlands or whatever. 
yeah, like I get pissed off and like, you know, you know, with this whole isolation thing and we're fighting, we're bakering. It's like, oh, you know, I don't, I'd hate to have to put her outside, you know, and get her off the Wi-Fi. So it's, I just don't with Stadia. I just uh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I took my two free months, signed mm. up. Uh, opened up a couple of games for my kid to play because there's a bunch of free kids games right now. Sure. And he wasn't really having a good time, so we haven't turned it back on since. Because the games suck. The game like, selection's just... It's really poor. It, yeah. it, I'm sure it'll get better. You know, it sure takes time for these things to build, but like right now, it's like... It's just not very good. There's a lot of good games on there. Like, if this was 2012... This would be a pretty sweet platform. Some sweet games. This was but like, I but I don't want Grid. You know, like the OG Grid game. Like, I don't want that. Uh, Serious and all the, Sam? No. Yeah, Serious Sam. I don't want that either. So, I don't know, man. Like, it's just... Uh, it'll, it'll come around if they continue. No Animal Crossing. No. No Animal either. Crossing. No Grand Theft Auto. See, that's the thing it's I mean, missing, though. It's missing one of those big hits like that. Can you imagine if it had? I mean, is Animal Crossing exclusive to Nintendo anyway? Is that like a that's like a Switch exclusive thing, right? Yeah, like, isn't it? So yeah, they're not going to get. But but they need something like that. They There's need no cards like, like the Division Two and uh, oh, whatever else that first Ghost game they came out. Yeah, I mean, there's oh, a bunch yeah. of games that. Yeah, what's the what's the one that it launched with? Red Dead Redemption. No, that's actually pretty big, but they, they were that's late a big on that. title. Sure. No, there was like the first one where it's like a big open world game. Open world game. Oh, Destiny 2. Destiny 2. Yeah, so, Destiny you know, 2 but, sucks. And yeah. everyone knows that the original Destiny was OK. Destiny right. 2 blows. I yeah, mean, so <laughs> it needs something. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is. All right. Anyway, you can sign up for Stadia right now. Two months free. Everyone go test it so that Google will maybe add some games or something. Yeah, and like no hate on Red Dead Redemption 2. It's a fine game. It's just like I don't want to ride around on a horse for eight hours. Like I just get like bored, you know, like and that's why Grand Theft Auto is so awesome. It's like I get to drive around like, you know, run over prostitutes. Can't do that. Well, I technically could do that in Red Dead, but it'd be with a horse, (laughs) which, you know, not a helicopter and missiles. I didn't it's get Red Dead because you had to pay like $70 for all of the stuff to get it. Exactly. It's, I think it's discounted right now. So I don't know. It, that could be fun. I don't know. I just haven't, haven't gotten it. Yeah. Doom Eternal. Yeah. Doom Eternal is one of those big titles that's going to be for, or maybe it's already on Stadia. I, I just like the new Doom games. They just don't look all that appetizing to me. Like it's not like the OG, you know, back in the day when I was booting up um, Windows DOS. And, you know, my brother had to teach me how to type in a code to, like, start a program. Like, it's just not the same Doom. Like, these new Dooms, they look really boring and repetitive. Like, how do people not just, like, not... I don't get it, man. I just... I don't Doom like the Eternal. Is Doom Eternal the new one? Is that the one that yeah. just launched? Okay. So they did get that on time, though. That's good. And it, it looks just like the Doom they just had, like, two years ago or whatever. Yeah. Like, it all looks the same. It's like, I actually oh, did punch watch. combo. Yeah, I tried to watch a bunch of people play Doom because all the reviews of this new Doom game were said it's excellent. And I watched it and went, yeah, I don't think this is for me either. I guess I just don't know other than Call of Duty what I play. <laughs> I have so much I have so much more fun. Um, you know, you download. What you do is you get an, insidi- uh, <laughs> an NVIDIA Shield TV. 
You download Doom 3 BFG edition from Google Play, and you just play Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom 3 on your freaking Android TV hooked up to your TV. Yeah. And, like, and that's, for me, is a better experience than on Stadia. Like, Probably would be, actually. So, But Tim, the melees. Like, oh, boring. Get out of here with all that. And then yeah. ammo shoots out everybody's body. Like, It's just like it's not what it used to be. It was Doom cool at one has lost its soul. Yeah. But... Maybe one day. Maybe it's fun. I don't know. Hey, if you enjoy it, that's fine. <laughs> More power right. to you. Moving on from Stadium, Motorola announced that April 22nd, they will announce their new phone. We believe it's called the Edge Plus. And uh, it should be a 5G first flagship for Motorola in a really long time. Of course, Verizon will more than likely have the thing. They're doing an event, which means on the internet event. Oh, one plus did that too. Everyone will do that this year because we have one to do that too. Uh, what do we expect <laughs> from this phone? We think uh 6.7 inch full HD, 90 Hertz display, 108 megapixel camera, 12 gig Ram, or I should say up to 12 gig Ram, 5,000 milliamp hour battery, lots of 5g. It sounds like a spec'd out Motorola. It has an edge. It's called the edge plus. That means that means it's going to have one of these things, the old curved friend of mine. Um, oh, so man. curved display. Let's see how they do it. Um, you know, I guess I'm looking forward just to seeing Motorola throw out a flagship level phone again to play with to see if it's good. Okay. I, yeah. Is it ever going to get updated? I mean, this is like, no. yeah. it, it won't ever get updated. This Maybe won't be a be good, good purchase. Uh, there were some reviews this week for a couple of Moto G phones. I couldn't tell you what they're called. It's Moto G Stylus or something like that. Moto G Power maybe. And I think it was the Verge maybe that said like the cameras were actually good. So maybe Motorola's yeah. figured out something in the camera department. So if this Edge Plus has a good camera, because that's kind of been the knock on Motorola's camera and software updates. If it has a good camera, it could be fun to get back because Motorola has always kind of made good hardware. So yeah, yeah if, uh, if the camera's great, that's exciting. I'd, I'd be down to give Motorola a little run again. Sure, why not? Good. All right. That's exciting. Throw a little O map in there. A little O map. Yeah. Design one. Uh, Moto Maker, all that good stuff. Handmade in Texas. And assembled in Texas for about a month. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay, so LG, your favorite company of the moment, I believe. Uh, I believe yeah. you said that. Uh, so they announced a couple of weird things over the last week. They said, uh, yeah, they said uh, we're doing a new design language for a new smartphone line, which basically means the G line is retired. And that was kind of the rumors. The G line was going away. Uh, and they kind of confirmed that in a way they didn't say, yes, G is dead. They just said, we have a new smartphone line. Like, I don't know why you would still have a G series. Their new design language. <laughs> what is it? It's, Taken from nature, inspired well, it's by, nature. by nature, of course. Designed yeah. and inspired by nature, which is a Samsung slogan from you know eight years ago or something. Galaxy S three, designed by nature. <laughs> Galaxy S three, inspired by, by nature. Inspired by nature, whatever. whatever. Some one of those words. So LG is using that word exact same uh, terminology now, um, yeah. and they will call this the LG Velvet. Now I don't know if Velvet is the code name for the line of phones, or if this is actually going to be called like the LG velvet, I hope it's not called the LG <laughs> velvet thin Q 5g, but it probably will be. Cause this is God, these guys need help, dude. 
<laughs> oh, they need so much. So they created a camera system that is supposed to mimic a raindrop sort of cascading down. It looks exactly like the camera housing in the Motorola Edge Plus. So, you know, their design language is already behind. Um, that's kind of it. That's all they've really told us. Uh, new design language inspired by Samsung's 2013 nature. And uh, it'll be called Velvet. We think it's coming fairly soon, though. So That's should, good. Which is weird because they just released the V60, which we were supposed to care about. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, what sucks is they basically confirmed that, yeah, we're just releasing the V60 because we need a 5G device. That's what the carriers want. So, I mean, I'm telling y'all, don't buy the V60. Like, LG doesn't have any type of, you know, I feel like any type of investment in this device. This was really just something for the carriers to put out and and advertise their 5G with. So, don't get it. yeah. Yeah, don't get a V60. Now, this Velvet... Um, this velvet could be pretty hot. Uh, been waiting we, for them to do something sort of new for a number of years now, but they need to go past just the hardware. <laughs> it's gotta be software too. Like the software is bad. LG. We need new completely re-envisioned software experience. They really, they really should. We keep saying, what do you have to lose LG? Why not just throw out your stupid skin that you've put on everything for five or six years now and just redo it all? Like, go completely minimal, bare bones. Don't just put stock Android on it because that won't work. But like, <laughs> OnePlus is having success by doing their Rift on stock Android, right? Like, they're having yeah, success do doing that. So, either do that or even go wild. I don't care. Just do something different than what you're doing to get us all to pay attention now. And then, sure, if you want to keep your DAX and keep all the LG fanboys that like that crap happy, sure. But go back to some basics on just the front level, and you know, hopefully, this design's nice. The LG fanboys, bless their hearts, um, are not keeping that company afloat whatsoever. So no, I don't know not. why they continue to invest in those things when they're not really getting the support they need um, to really make their mobile business successful. I mean, so, look at OnePlus. Yeah. They stopped appealing to their fanboys because now their phones cost $1,000. And they did it because they're trying to grow and be a bigger name and compete with the big boys. And they're getting you some can't always success. just go, hey, fanboys, we love you. Here's a phone for the fanboys. That doesn't exactly. always work. I'm not sure yeah. that Apple ever does anything to please the fanboys. They do whatever the hell Apple wants to do. And it usually the, the fanboys come around. They come around. They go, that's a bad idea. And then the next thing you know, I love you, Apple. What a decision. What a decision. So LG should try that. Yeah. Uh, Dan Perkins says playing with a V60 at work today and the software is straight trash. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They literally well. changed the drop down. That's right. Dan. So Tim and I, like a month or two ago, when they released that video that said, we redid our LG skin and we got excited and then like, you got oh. the phone and you went, I don't think oh. this is it. And then you went and looked and confirmed that it is indeed the new skin. And you said the same thing. You're like, they changed like the phone app and the way there's bubbles around settings and that's it. Like they yeah. didn't actually change anything. No, there was nothing. It's not a redo. It's not like Samsung did with one UI. Like, I mean, it's just not, and I, I always hate comparing like LG to Samsung, but it's like, come on, like, you know, it, 
it's definitely not apples to oranges when it comes to those two. It's definitely more like a, a, a Fuji compared to a Granny Smith. You know, I mean, they're, they're of the same species of fruit. <laughs> so they need to be compared to one another. And LG needs to do a little bit better, I think. And not just copying Samsung, but definitely, you know, taking their example and saying like, oh, okay, here's what's successful. Maybe we should try and do something a little bit like that. So LG just needs a lot of help. I've offered my help to LG uh, many times before uh, on this show. Uh, LG, if you need a new president, we know you guys have a new mobile business president I will once every three. share that presidency with you. Yeah, totally. We will fix, we will write this ship. And it won't take me long at all. It'll take me about yeah. four months, four or five months, and um, I'll get him back into black. <laughs> See, so. as, as Nick said, it is crazy LG is doubling down on such a tiny group of people. And they are. They keep producing the same phone for this group of people who seems to be very vocal but doesn't buy phones that wants DAX and wants dual screens and doesn't care about having other nice things. So, yeah, don't do that anymore, LG. Don't. Just Man, do it all different. Just no one cares. Oh, okay, and when I say no one cares, like I'm talking about like, the majority of people don't care about a DAC. Like, come on. I know there's one YouTuber in particular who's big on DACs, <laughs> but you know he's, you know he he's not carrying LG, you know, into profits uh, every quarter, which is what I could do uh, if Kellen and I were made uh, co-chairman of the mobile business. So. Yes. Could definitely turn this thing around. LG, I know you're listening, man. Come on, hook a brother up with a gig. <laughs> we could fix it. So, yeah, Velvet, 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 inspired by nature. That is LG's, uh, their new quest. All right. Well, good luck to LG there. <laughs> good luck indeed. They're doomed. Uh, that's all I got for <laughs> topics. Uh, I think it's uh Oh, you think it's about dance. that time, huh? Oh, there's those lights I needed. All right, uh that's it, folks. Uh not for the show. For no. topics, that means it is now trivia time. Tim has the lights on. Trivia dance is here. It's uh it is it is indeed trivia time. So if you're new <laughs> and you're watching live, listening, like whatever you're doing, uh, it's trivia. So at the end of every show, we do trivia. We have five questions. We'll put them up on the screen. Tim will read them aloud. And if you answer in the YouTube chat first correctly, we'll call out your name. You win a prize. This week, you could win $10 of Google Play credit. So we'll get five different people $10 of Google Play credit. It's super easy. Again, we put it up on the screen. Tim reads it. You answer. And we'll call your name out if you are first and correct on our screen. I don't care yeah. what your screen says. We go with what our screen says. Yeah. Um, it's a, yeah. Great time to win some money, get some free games or movie rentals or whatever on Google Play. Oh, it's a great time. Brandon Brandon says he just upgraded the PC. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see <laughs> let's what this see PC's got, helps. Brandon. Let's see what it's got. Nice. All right. Well, uh, let's get to it. Uh, this first one. It's a toughie. So question number one, please. All right. Question number one is up. Name the first pair of Google phones to offer a fingerprint reader. So we're looking for mm, two devices. Mm. Again, name the first pair of Google phones to offer a fingerprint reader. Oh, Chris Williams with the correct answer came in right before, like right before Curtis Black with the correct answer of the 5X and 6P. Of course, he's referencing the Nexus 5X and 6P, and Kellen has a befuddled look on his face. Yeah, because I have Evan Brown above Chris Williams. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> you, do, you do too, don't you? Now yeah, I'm you do. Bro. I do. It's Evan Brown. Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, thank it's God it's Friday. Evan Brown, yeah. Hey, well, you know what? Congratulations, he went 6P5X. You, I think you, in your mind, you're like, I got to see 5X first. 6P. Totally. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's Friday for everybody. All right. So, Evan Brown, congratulations. Sorry, Chris Williams. Hey, at least I know Chris has won in the past, so he'll be okay. And maybe he'll get, you know, he's got four more questions to win. So, I, I could my, screenshot if you guys really want to see it. But yes, my apologies. It is <laughs> Evan. It is actually Evan on that one. Ah, uh, congratulations, Evan. Sorry, Chris. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Forgetting all about that. Yeah. I'm glad you had that befuddled look on your face because I was confused. All right. Uh, question number two, please. Question number two is up now. Which LG flagship device from 2014 featured a leather backside? Again, which LG sourced. flagship device from 2014 <laughs> featured a leather backside? Now, I'm going to say that Brandon Johnson is the winner. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> All right. Brandon Johnson <laughs> with the correct answer of the G4. Oh, thank goodness. I had the uh, orange leather one. I do not yeah. know for sure if it was indeed leather, but. Well, because it, it like was... fell apart. Like it wasn't. I mean, it was. It was bad. I, it was it, it was leather. Yes, but it, yes, indeed, it, it was leather. Yeah, it wasn't cow leather. <laughs> I don't know what kind of leather. I just you know leave it yeah, at that. It was questionable. Yeah. Uh, I think I asked them like, Brandon "Hey, where's this leather source from?" And they're like, nah, "We don't." Because <laughs> that was at the time Motorola was like, "We're putting Horween leather on our phones," and LG's like, "Well, we could do that too. Yeah. Where'd you get it from?" Dude, look I'm over there. about to. I'm goo. I'm gonna look in my Gmail and see if I real quickly LG G4 leather. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, no. Let's see what what did I say? Um, <laughs> man, come on. Somebody just Brandon put just put in quotes cows. That's where it's from. <laughs> Cow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other animals you could get leather from. I'm not seeing it, so I'll have to look again some other Let's time. Get back to you guys on that. One. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold up. Uh, oh no, never mind. Nope. All right. I don't wait. Anyway, I'll keep looking and I'll get back to you guys on the old Twitter. I'll find out where that leather was sourced from. Detective Tato's on the case. So, question number three, please. Question number three is up now. What was the first commercially available device to run Android TV? Ooh, again, what was the first commercially available device to run Android TV? Was a Nexus Q. Nice try there, though. That was cute. Yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, I'm seeing Scott McDonald. Mine's slower than yours. Yep, Scott McDonald, Nexus player. Okay, man, Chris Williams came in right after he again. I'm feeling real bad for Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Scott too. McDonald with the correct answer of the Nexus player. I think I have one over here. Yeah, I have some, someone somewhere. Man, poor, uh, poor Chris. Poor Chris Williams. One second. Huh? <laughs> oh, you found it? Wow, look at that thing. There I it is. I had it hooked up on this desk for a really long time. I can't remember why, but uh, 
There it is. That looks. Yeah, I mean, that looks like a Chrome a new Chromecast, just Made big. by Asus. There you go. There's another trivia question. Who made the Nexus player? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for a congratulations, Scott McDonald. I'm ready for question four when you are. Uh, I'm ready for question four. It is up now. What was the first OnePlus phone to offer an IP68 rating? Again, what was the first OnePlus phone to offer an IP68 rating? Uh, I'm seeing uh, Zachary Webb with the correct answer of the <laughs> OnePlus 8 Pro. Tricky. Oh, I'm so tricky. So tricky. <laughs> Zachary Webb, congratulations, Zachary. <laughs> the 8 Pro is it. This guy right uh, here. Yep, there she is. Man. Oh, yeah. A lot of people coming in real close with that one. All right. You didn't trick too many. No. We are down to our final question. We've got another $10 Google Play gift card to give away. I'm looking at you, Chris Williams. Come on, man. This is your last chance. Here we go. This one's going to be right in your wheelhouse, I bet. Um, Question five. Question five, now. Is up now. What company manufactured the first Android device available in the U.S.? Again, what company manufactured the first Android device available in the U.S.? Oh, a lot of correct answers, but unfortunately for Chris Williams, he wasn't first. Uh, Our winner is Nick Fisher with the correct answer of HTC. Sorry, Chris. Nick Fisher, he's a winner. All right. I think we've got all, all our winners. We've got uh, Evan Brown, Brandon Johnson, Scott McDonald, Zachary Webb, and Nick Fisher. Some great names that are all very easily pronounced. So thank you so much. Uh, winners, email me. Uh, I'm pretty sure all you guys have won before, but just in case, there's my email in the chat. Feel free to send me over an email. I will instantly send you over your Google Play gift card code valued at $10. Um, Shout out to Chris Williams. Sorry, man. And yeah. Good times. It's Friday. It is Friday. It is so nice here, by the way, in Portland. It's like 70 degrees. What's oh, going to be like 76 or something like that? That's just crazy. It's April. Oh, damn. It means it's going to rain for like 17 weeks after. Or not, because it's probably a drought or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it is going to rain next week. So Hopefully. We probably if need I, it. I mean, that's what the forecast calls for. So, What would be harder fixing, Charles says, HTC or LG? I think HTC because they've given up. Yeah. yeah, they're done. Yeah. LG has continued to try and will continue to try. HTC gave up. Um, HTC fell so far. Like we gave LG a hard time for falling. HTC fell even further before they gave up. Like the world just stopped caring about HTC. Like they couldn't even get carriers to carry their phones anymore because that's how far they fell. So it would be much harder for HTC at this point. Yeah. LG, well, plus LG we'd still have to... makes decent phones. They just can't right. get it quite right. We would have to hire all new staff for HTC, and that's a total pain because, yeah, I mean, they have no one working on phones right now, and I'm not about to bring over their Vive team to work on my new phone, so it's going to be black. It'll be uh, interesting to see um, this year because what this is our 
how many phones has the HTC Google team made now? Would this be their third? Did they oh, make gosh, the Pixel 3? Did they make the Pixel 3? They did, didn't they? Yeah. Or was the 3A the first one they made? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Either way, if they like, if that HTC team can't make a winning Pixel 5 this year, talk about a bad acquisition if that's the case. I mean, is it their fault, billions though? billions on those people. Well, yeah, but like it's you're hiring the team from Google's HTC fault. who's supposed it's to be Rick their talent. It's Rick Osterloh. Ugh, well, yeah, talent. but. Yeah, but it's how you use that talent, you know? I mean, well, you have to, you know. Maybe, maybe don't hire the team that makes smartphones from the company who's failing at making smartphones. Like, maybe don't hire them and go, they're really talented. Do we know that for sure? It's yeah, man, it's Google's fault. Um, yeah, I think what really Google was doing was just extending HTC a billion dollar lifeline and HTC couldn't do anything with it. So, I mean, it's business, right? Well, rather than uh, maybe develop their own each or their own hardware team, did they just like go the cheaper route and just buy another team? Is that like, I don't know is that it's looking like not the greatest of moves with the last couple of pixel phones. Cause Pixel 2, remember, sold okay, I think. And the Pixel 3 did not. And then the 3A, maybe, because it was a 400, it sold okay to start. And then the 4 obviously flopped massively. So the phones that this HTC team have made have not been successful. So maybe, you know. It's Google's fault. Maybe it was not the right move. Just maybe. Like they bought Motorola for patents or whatever. It was only a billion dollars, though. I mean, that's like pocket change for google for some talent so that's really not a not a problem nick says i think it's the people calling the shots at google you know it actually i would love and it's one of those things we'll never get an actual breakdown of i would love how they i would just love to get in the mind of someone who who made the decision to even just throw in the giant solely notch at the top right or with the Pixel 3 XL, that giant, ugly, double-wided camera notch thing. Like, I just want to know, like, who looked at that and went, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Like, people are going to love this design. Sign off on it. Send it to the to the hardware maker. Let them print this bad boy up. I just want to know, like, how we got there. Because they've made some questionable decisions. <laughs> But, and this isn't a new thing with Google. They often kind of just go their own way where, you know, like it's funny because we talked about how Apple doesn't necessarily listen to the fanboys. The fanboys just come around to whatever decisions they make. It's Mm. the opposite with Google. They make the decisions they want to make and no one ever comes around to them. It's like the opposite. They can't ever do the thing where people go, oh, wait, yeah, that was a pretty good idea. I mean, every once in a while, don't get me wrong. Like, the navigation gestures, while I still don't know that I love them, I'm used to them. Um, so they do it sometimes, but I would love to actually have somebody sit down from Google's hardware team and go, this is why we decided it was okay to do the 3XL notch and the giant forehead on this thing and keep, I don't know, we just don't ever get that like openness about these things. And I would love sure. to hear somebody actually talk about that. You know, it was like be- when they said why the uh, that that executive last year talked about why the three A has a headphone jack and the four doesn't, and she basically said because the three A is targeted at poor people and we don't want them to have <laughs> to buy wireless headphones. So she was basically admitting that we could put a headphone jack in the four, but we don't want to because you have enough money to go buy wireless headphones. And it's like that is such a terrible decision, such a weird way. 
Boy, you're really passionate about this. I just want people to talk to me, Tim. I just want people to talk to me and tell me. Tell me everything. I, I found the email that I sent LG concerning the G-Force oh leather. God. So, subject line, source of G-Force leather. Um, <laughs> hi, Redacted. Hope your week is going smoothly. This may be an odd question, but can you share any information you have with where LG sources its leather from? <laughs> if you don't have this info handy... <laughs> Could you put me in touch with someone who might? Thanks for any help, Tim. Oh <laughs> and my I God. never received a reply. Of course so not. that basically settles that. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. July first, twenty fifteen. Still haven't heard back, huh? No, I'm still waiting. Uh, the, that person there is no longer with LG, so unfortunately, I don't know if I ever will receive a reply. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you will. Yep, LG declined to comment. You got that right. <laughs> they didn't even decline to comment. They just said, it's just this guy's ignored. an a-hole. We are not yeah. going to answer that. I thought it was very nice. I was like, can you just share maybe where they source it? I mean, like, I'm just, I mean. That's where you're supposed to put at the end. If you don't respond back, I'm going to assume it's not real leather. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's such an evil way to do it. Yeah, that's pretty rude. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Anything else? Uh, No, I hope everyone is, uh, you know, doing all right. Obviously, our thoughts are with everyone who might be affected by the current uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Stay inside, you know, follow local orders. We all got to do our part, et cetera. Um, Be on the lookout for more one plus eight coverage next week. Hope everyone's just doing good. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wipe your butt. All that good stuff. You should do that anyway. Nah, don't do that stuff. Bidet. <laughs> Just bidet it. You'll How be fine. How many people got a bidet attachment for their toilet in the last like month and a half? Did they sell out of them immediately when the toilet paper shortage happened? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I think, I mean, I ordered mine, but it's non-essential, right? So it won't be here till June or July. So. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Splash a little water where you can. It's terrible. Yeah, Charles says he knows people. You know, he's not. Yeah, sorry to hear that, Charles. It's terrible, man. It's, you know. It sucks. I got a mom. I got a. I got an elderly mother down in California. Can't can't get to her. She can't really travel right now. So hoping that she's you know. It sucks. People are affected. It's a bummer. It's very sad. All of yeah. Richard, you're welcome for the show. Chris, have a good weekend. Everyone who joined us, thank you so much. I had an absolute blast. Um, If you didn't catch this live and you're listening, you know, in the future. Um, hit me up. Let me know some. Let me know some info from the future. That'd be cool. So, all right, guys. Thank you. Uh, have a safe weekend, everyone. See you next week. Bye.